WKNC 88.1. It's 5.09 in the afternoon on Friday, March 27th, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, and my name is Mick, and then you are tuned into The Local Beat, the show that features only the finest in local music. Uh, that's Raleigh, Chapel Hill, Durham, Triangle Area, extended and, to North Carolina. And Baltimore, Maryland. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, you know, we, we can make exceptions, certainly. Um, and I'm joined by Adam, or perhaps Hank, from A Rooster for the Masses, and I'm also joined by... Help me out here. Scary River. I've, James from Scary River. Is that right? Okay. Yeah. I've I've been trying really hard to remember it and uh, just having lots of brain farts today. So James from Scary River and uh, Hank from Rooster for the Masses. Actually, I guess let's go ahead and ask you this question. I didn't tell you I was going to ask you this question. What's what's up with the Hank thing? Where's that come from? Um, when we first started playing, um, or before we even started playing, we were writing music and we were deciding we were going to play. Uh, we didn't want anyone to know who we were. Uh-huh. So we had like you know, the MySpace thing going on and we just put pictures of roosters up online <laughs> and we wouldn't have a picture and wouldn't tell anybody. We didn't want anyone to know the bands we played in before, what we had done, anything. We just wanted the music to stand on right. its own like it should, you know? Right. So we just called, there, there was sort of a running thing when you couldn't remember someone's name, we just call him Hank. Mm-hmm. And so we do that around the studio or wherever we work and like, hey, Hank, hand me that patch right. cord. And so then we just decided to put everyone's last names up with Hank in front of it and then it just sort of stuck so mm-hmm. yeah because we have a liner on a station that's hank hank i'm hank and i'm hank and i'm hank yeah and i was but like, also well, we've had a lot of uh we've had some turnover in personnel so it makes it really easy just to say well, the, the <laughs> well, drummer's name's hank yeah your name is now <laughs> hank you're welcome to the band cool so that's it's sort like of like moans, i guess you know? yeah takes on a life of itself yeah. i guess cool well uh well i guess what brings you guys this way is you're playing two shows this weekend mm-hmm. um tonight at the poor house alongside scary river from baltimore and tomorrow night at the cave Alongside Death to the Details, yeah. is we're that, also is playing with um, the Desmonds tonight. Which the Desmonds, like an old school Raleigh band, they were like sort of uh, they they they're around in like '92 uh-huh. that sort of era. So yeah. uh, we're friends with those guys, and so they wanted to come out awesome. and have a reunion show. So this is sort of a reunion show for them. So. Awesome. So I I think that 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 it's a good time to talk about it since you guys are playing a show in Raleigh tonight and a show in Chapel Hill tomorrow night. Um, and this was something that you raised at one of the secondhand free space sessions is. So why is it that we're 15 minutes apart? I mean, it's so easy to drive over to Durham or Chapel Hill at night at night when once the 40 traffic dies down. And in other areas of the country, people would be you know take advantage of that, take that, uh, take every opportunity to do that. Why is it that if you play a show in Chapel Hill, your Raleigh friends are just going to say, all right, we'll have fun. We'll call us when you get back <laughs> at 2 in the morning or whatever. You know, you know uh, that, was, that was the question that I raised. And, I mean, the answer that you get is just that there's, you know, even though it may be 15, I think it's more like 20, 30, yeah, minutes, depending yeah. on what it is. Yeah. But there's no real easy way to get over there. I mean, there is, but there's not. It's not right. like a public transportation mm-hmm. method to get over there. If someone has to drive five minutes to see us here versus 30 over there. Right. And, are, and it works the same way. People from Chapel Hill, some do. I mean, I'm, we're not, can't talk for everybody, but some. Yeah, yeah. You know, they'll just say, well, if. There's people in Carborough that won't even leave Carborough. They won't go to Chapel Hill. <laughs> <laughs> That's another story altogether, I guess. <laughs> it really is. So, so we found that, you know, if we do a back-to-back show, this has sort of turned out to be a back-to-back night. We usually would maybe do a couple weeks. But, it, you know, it doesn't hurt. Um, it doesn't dwindle the numbers at either venue. Um, some people sort of go to both nights. Some don't. Mm-hmm. It just, you know, it's interesting. It's like we talk about the triangle music scene and everything as if it was one big hole. But right. it sort of has its own little niches, and people are like, from Durham, they go to the Durham shows. I mean, like I said, there's crossover, but it's it's a minimal compared to what you'd think it would be. Right. I mean, when I went to school, I would drive from Greenville, North Carolina, uh-huh. to go to the Cat's Cradle to see right. shows three times a week. Yeah, no question. But that for some reason that was just because I guess we were starving for music. Yeah. I think that's another reason. There's a lot of good bands in each town, and they're playing enough that mm-hmm. 
you know, if you've got three good shows in Raleigh during the week, well, then you went and saw three shows that week. Yeah. And there's three more in Chapel Hill or five more in Chapel Hill. Well, I already saw my three good shows this week. Exactly. I'm all, I'm all showed out. So. Yeah. And, and, you know, I'm, I'm guilty of that too. I mean, yeah. I'm lazy and, and I'm also spoiled and yeah. that's a, in some senses, that's a good problem to have, but it's just, it makes it tough sometimes too. Yeah. Um, especially, and I guess part of the, it's interesting because I don't pigeonhole bands as, well, that's a Raleigh band or that's mm -hmm. a Chapel Hill band. In fact, sometimes I don't even know. Right. But it's, if a Raleigh band is playing in Chapel Hill, well, that's a Chapel Hill show. Right. I'll well, be in my backyard. Thank you. Chapel Hill. So we're, exactly. We're considered a Raleigh band, but we have someone who drives, you know, does yeah. that trip. <laughs> weekly, right. so twice a week at least yeah. for practice and then yeah. not even just for shows. Yeah, so it's interesting and I guess it's sort of a, one of those perpetual problems and you know, hopefully we'll get this light rail. Yeah, uh, I know that that's been in the works, well, whatever that means. I was talking uh, to someone about even, you know, setting up like a carpool thing. So, okay, mm -hmm. hey, we're going to go. There's a show in Chapel Hill. We'll get a big vehicle and just bus people over there. Yeah. We actually have a beatnik listserv at KNC where uh, you sign up to be on the beatnik listserv and, you know, you send an email out. Oh, I'm going to this show. All right, well, you'll get drunk and I'll drive. And, yep. <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. Keep people alive. Yeah, Good. exactly. Um, and also promote uh, traveling to go see shows. But, um, so, yeah, I guess now would be a good time to play another song. Um, how about Damn Homie? Okay. And that's that's off of the Gallo, Gallo Rojo, right? Gallo Actually, it's Rojo. not. It's, it's, on, it's on Broken Era. Okay. Um, we released it. It was written around the time. A couple of these songs are, are from the Gallo Rojo era. Okay, okay. Um, it was not released on anything. Um, it was going to be, well, it is on Broken Air, mm -hmm. obviously now, but At the it was going to be released yeah. on the Hatchet compilation that okay. never happened. Okay. So we had a song that was recorded and all fully done and mastered, mm -hmm. and we're like, well, people have been asking for it, so we right. put it on this new album. Yeah. So it, but it actually is probably written in 2005. Okay, so. that's right. Yeah, I must have gotten so, confused because well, we, you, you guys, guys played had a, it. You had a demo of it that's before right. everyone else did. That's so. right. You know, that's what you get. Oh, the luxury of being KNC yeah, exactly. staff. Okay, <laughs> cool. Well, so here's Damn Homie off of Broken Era by a Rooster for the Masses. You're listening to the local beat. You are listening to the revolution. However, you're not listening to the local lunch. But that was uh, what I was talking about. Um, all of the members of Rooster for the Masses, Hank, 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 and uh, what was it? Oh, yeah, Hank. Uh, they recorded that for us. Uh, very good stuff. Very good stuff. So I'm also joined uh, here by Scary River. How's it going, man? Uh, I should probably turn your microphone on. All right. Is that a little bit better? Yeah, that's better. That's okay. better. Hi, everybody. <laughs> um, cool. So you are from Baltimore. Yes, I am. Um, and currently by way of South by Southwest. Exactly. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about your uh, your experience down in Austin. That's something that's been, I mean, well, you can't avoid the buzz of South by Southwest no matter where you are. So. Oh, it's really the mecca of live music. There's uh, 70 plus venues there. There's every, everybody really goes there and does business and mm -hmm. plays great showcases. It was exciting. It was very uh, exhausting. Right, <laughs> right. The showcases, but it was fun at the same time. Yeah, exhausting in a good way. And and I know that uh, one of the great things about North Carolina is our weather. So you got great weather down in Austin. You come up here and it's been raining. Yeah, it was for all rain on the way days. here. I yeah, drove, I, uh, I drove 1,300 miles. Yeah, I promise. And then I'm back on tour. Yeah, I, I promise I don't have anything to, to do about that. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so you describe yourself uh, on your MySpace, and we were just talking about this off the air as uh, rock psychedelic shoegaze, and it's it's a one man act. Um, so mm -hmm. tell tell our listeners a little bit about what you do, what they'll be able to see at the poorhouse tonight. Well, I run everything through a, a pedal system where I uh, throw in a polyvolver. It's a polyvolver mm -hmm. synthesizer. It has two oscillators that are digital and two oscillators that are analog and has 16 steps mm -hmm. sequencer. So it creates these really excellent sequences that I run through a drum machine and then I'm playing a delay guitar 
and I'm uh, singing on top of it, and I run that through a Line 6 pedal so it loops on top of it. So it creates this massive yeah. amount of sound that, that just is slowly generates. And the reason it's really cool because the reason it's called a polyvolver is because every time it runs through the sequence, it just changes ever so slightly, and you can uh, you can manipulate mm-hmm. that with, uh, with the different... Uh, with the different knobs and pedals on the board, man. And so you really get to play around with it, and you know, three minutes in with a with a sixteen step sequence, it's not going to sound the same. Yeah. So it's constantly evolving. It's really excellent. Right. I was going to say, uh, what what's the translation like from what we hear on the album and what we just heard? That was uh, Florida before the break. Yeah, well, what's the well, translation like from that to the live to the live version? Well, the album, the way that I do the album is I run all the Logic tracks through it, and then okay. I bounce, I quantize the MIDI information into the Polyvolver mm-hmm. from that, and I still sing on top of it and so all the lyrics are the same and then I'm, I'm actually doing the manipulations with the delays and the, the effects live so, man sounds like a, uh, a sweaty affair all the way around yeah right? it is very hardware driven electronic that's cool music. that's cool that's really good um so i'm again joined by adam and uh and scary river adam from rooster for the masses here on the local beat and it's 5 30 and one question that i had for you guys uh adam is you know I hate to do it, but we got to talk about it. Uh, it's almost impossible. You don't read anything about a Rooster for the Masses or hear anything about a Rooster for the Masses without hearing about um, the messages in the songs, be them, you know, social commentary or political uh, in any of, any of that in general. So, so what's your take on using using music as commentary and the responsibility of doing that? I mean, if you could provide a little context, huh? and any any of your thoughts on that? So. Well, I mean. I find myself like sort of leaning towards like the folk method of topical songwriting. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, believe it or not, one of my like lyrical heroes is, is somebody like um, Woody Guthrie. You know, he, he wrote songs that right. about the other American experience and the, excuse me, I should talk right in the microphone. That's right. The American experience and what's going on. And I mean, that's, that's exactly what, when we started, that's, and it still is. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, we were very vocally critical of things that were going on in the Bush administration or, you know, socially in America and, and, and things that had happened previous to, to his, to his term. And, and, you know, things aren't so great now either, but, um, you know, there's personal songs in there as well. There's social songs. It's, it's all there. And I mean, it's part of us and, you know, some people don't like it, but, you know, I have a feeling if, uh, I don't know. It yeah. is what it is. I right. That's all I can say. Exactly. I don't know if Sam's listening right now. Uh, Big Fat Sack, he'd love to hear me say, is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> I'll make sure that gets to him. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um, so then what is what is the songwriting process for like, uh, I guess this question goes to both of you guys, actually. Um, what's the songwriting process like for you guys? Is it is it group or is it you? And what comes first? And what's the inspiration? Um, Typically, it's it's... It varies. I mean, there have been songs we've written uh, all at practice, you know, all together mm-hmm. and just sort of live, sort of play a little bit of something and come up with something and then a melody line and then, like, I might have something I've already written or I might not. I might um, just sort of use the song as inspiration, like, okay, what's the mood of this song? What, right. what, what would work well with this? You know, or I might already have a theme or something of that nature. And other times people, you know, the guy, we there's a studio or the guys have something at home with using, like, GarageBand or something, well, We'll start writing something, then just, you know, send it to us and we'll all sort of mm-hmm. think about it and then come together or we'll just do it all in Pro Tools. I mean, we'll use whatever we have that's there, whether right. it just be live practice um, or trading MP3s or whatever. Right. So it's it's definitely all together, but sometimes there's the rare time when someone will come and just like have everything set and we'll just like, okay, and then, <laughs> and then sing my stuff. Right, exactly. Good. So it's a, so it's a group effort. For sure. Uh, 
can the same be said for Scary River? It's a group effort, all, all one person. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, well, not necessarily with that. It, uh-huh. Each song is individual. It comes from a different place. Sometimes right. I'll uh, start by sketching out the harmonies on piano. Mm-hmm. Or uh, sometimes it will just like, it's a really catchy thing, like a catchy phrase that enters in my head and I just can't get it out. And then I flush out the ideas and develop them and put put uh, different parts together. And I really find that for, for me music i use it as a medium to express what i'm trying to get across like uh-huh. there's each uh, there's like definitely a storyline that's involved right and in, in how the, how the song moves through that and i customize the song to it to build it to you know different words mm-hmm. to, like that i want to focus in on and so i write much more on that level and i use uh, i use sibelius a lot i mm-hmm. score it and then what i usually do is from sibelius i'll import the midi data into logic and then i'll build it I'll build up the song from there and I'll drop like the backing tracks out at some point within like the three months and then start tracking right. guitars and right. and uh, finished vocals on top of it. So it's definitely a process, but I mm-hmm. have it down uh, yeah. through different, you know, different albums that I've been yeah. putting together. Well, it's fascinating for me too. And I always like to ask that question cause I'm, I'm a DJ and I don't write music, you know? So it's, <laughs> uh, everybody has a different answer, but it just seems like it's, um, universally it's sort of serendipitous. It's, you can't sit down and force a music to happen. It sort of just, and it seems like that's what I'm getting from you guys too. By inspiration. Yeah. 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 Amazed, I'll be amazed how many times we've gone through something and this is like this one part or two parts or three parts or something and I just can't quite get it. Mm-hmm. Like uh, the chorus for um, Left Coast. Yeah. We didn't have a chorus for it and and I'm driving in my car one day and um, I'm talking on the phone and someone said something about the talking heads and then I was just like, you know, maybe that's what that chorus needs to be like. And I wasn't trying to directly imitate it. Uh-huh. it sort of, It sort of inspired it. And then all of a sudden I was like, well, oh, that's what this should be. And then it happened. Right. So it's just sort of like, or the worst one, though, is you're in bed. And <laughs> you're, you're, you know, you've been practicing, practicing this song or listening yeah. to it over and over again. And you're in bed and, like, you forgot. To, I, used to, I usually leave, like, a, p- a pad and paper next to the bed. Yeah. So write something if it's lyrical or... Um, I don't have a tape recorder like I should probably to vo- vocally record something, but I've had it happen both ways where I've had something at the side of the bed to be able to write it down or mm-hmm. to speak into it, mm-hmm. and I've had it where I didn't and I forgot it, and I was like, man, I just knew this part was what right. I have. Right, yeah. Oh, well. That's how Satisfaction was written is is uh, what rumor has. Keith Richards lying in bed, no doubt, on something <laughs> and, <laughs> and, uh, and happened to have a notepad handy. I know he didn't remember, that's for sure. Right. Um, so let's, uh, let's play some more music here. Uh, Scary River first track on the album which is called tempting the devil tempting the devil and then you'll hear homebodies by rooster for the masses and i will have them with me again after the break and now's a good time to mention as well they will be playing at the poorhouse tonight what time does that show start uh doors at eight show ten doors at eight show ten all right good so you can get there and drink some beer and get ready beforehand all right so here's uh here's scary river right here on the revolution 88.1 Postal by Rooster for the Masses right here on the local beat, which you'll only find on 88.1 WKNC. It's 545. My name is Mick, and I'm joined again by James from Scary River and Adam from a Rooster for the Masses, or Hank, which just depends on what you want to call it. <laughs> um, and so, so how's it going, guys? You ready for the show tonight? Yeah, man. Get so, ready to yeah. do sound check. There you go. Right. So let's, uh, let's talk about it one more time. It's the Poor House. We said doors at 8, mm-hmm. show at 10. Yep, 10. Good. Um, so I wonder if that'll be a Raleigh ten, which means eleven, or man, Jack a 10 runs a tight sharp. ship. Yeah, so that's it'll true. It'll probably be that's true. 10, 10, 15, depending on what set lists are, yeah. are you know are looking like. But uh, yeah. I have a feeling it'll be right 
10 o'clock. So if you're going to get there, get there on time. Mm-hmm. That's my advice. Um, do as I say, not as I do, of course. Uh, mm-hmm. So what is in the future for you guys? I know you mentioned uh, a project that you may be working on. Yeah, um, we're hoping to release an EP uh, this fall, but actually it might be a double-like EP with us in another band, and it would be on Oak City. So mm-hmm. uh, I'm not going to disclose it because we haven't talked to all the members of the other band yet, but it would probably be like five songs from us and five songs from them. Maybe do like you know awesome. versus sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Maybe follow up and have a show where we play like sort of you know battle it right. battle it out. We play a song, maybe yeah. a song or something. Yeah, I don't know. Just some speculation right now until we have everyone on board. But right, but cool. uh, it's been broached to a couple of the members, and uh-huh. I'm just gonna talk to a couple more guys and see if they're cool with it. Uh-huh. If so, it'd be uh, like I said, one side us, one side them. Yeah. Just sort of have some fun with it. And you said the ETA would be. It'd be this hopefully this fall. Awesome. Yeah. So. Awesome. And what about for you? You're going on tour, right? Yeah, well... Or I you're have, on tour. Yeah. I am on tour right Perpetually. now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I have 10 more uh, dates, and then I am uh, going to Uniontown, Pennsylvania, and recording okay. a, a, my third album awesome. under a indie rock record label called Goldie Rock. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be doing that for April, and uh, I'm looking forward to this next CD release that we just did with Rob Girardi from Baltimore. At, okay. Uh, going through Morpheus Records for right. distribution. He did mm-hmm. Beach House and Celebration, and it's okay. sounding really good, and that's with a full band that I have back in Baltimore. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So they didn't make the this leg of the trip with you, but, <laughs> no, they, but they are there. Yes. And they're listening, right? They definitely are to 88.1. That was, that was incredibly genuine. I appreciate that. Uh, oh, so yeah. So there's actually, there's yeah, one more thing. Around the we love you, Wait, Cleveland. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> definitely not that. Uh, um, mm-hmm. So actually, yeah, there's one more thing you want to do a giveaway. Yeah. All right. What are, what are our stipulations going to be? It's up to you, man. Okay. It's your uh, gig. Do we want to do the trivia or just like a, the lucky third caller? Yeah, third caller is good. All right, so as soon as I turn this mic off and start running my mouth and we're going to play some more music, uh, the third caller will get a copy of... You want to give away or... Yeah. Okay, um, a copy of the most recently released A Rooster for the Masses album, which is called... I knew it Broken three Era. seconds ago. Broken Era. It's okay. Like I said, where is my mind today? So as soon as we turn the light, as soon as we turn the microphone off, "Broken Era" by Rooster for the Masses. Uh, Adam will be giving that away to the third caller, and uh, and yeah, so we'll see you downtown at the poorhouse. Doors at eight, show at ten. Here's Black Rover by Death to the Details, whom you'll be able to see tomorrow night at the over at the Cave in Chapel yep. Hill with the Rooster for the Masses. So thanks again for joining us, guys, and uh, and good luck on your tour and good luck with the recording. Thank you. All right, you're listening to the Revolution.